1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D
0: i g i t e x. Ca on Oilers Radio, six thirty, Jed. 33 Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you. Bruce Chris Steakhouse, the greatest steak you've ever had. Edmonton owned and operated. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Head down to 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, Taylor, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you a jam-packed show for you today. Elliot Friedman in 18 seconds time from NHL Hockey and Rogers uh we will also uh, have on today's edition of orders now the general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks Stan Bowman as well as uh, Jack Michaels, Reader Wilkins myself and Brendan with our qualifier picks of which you probably shouldn't listen to at all because uh, the chances of us getting it right uh not very good this text comes in on our Ashley fine uh, Florida text line hey Bob did you book Elliot's beard for the show today too um uh, I can't read the next test or text wow because he's testing me uh no that is not applicable but very funny nonetheless uh without further ado one of the most plugged in men in hockey from nhl hockey and rogers for the river Cree resort casino and as uh, some uh smart aleck referenced earlier today uh, one of the few journalists out there that can honestly say is a war correspondent uh during uh, the u.s civil war and survive the 2020 nhl pause we welcome back elliot friedman hello elliot
1: That was a good tweet, Bob. I got a good laugh out of that one. I
0: I appreciate, you know what, you got to have a sense of humor on those sort of things.
1: Well, that's why I did it. Like, as you know, I like to grow a beard during the summer. And, um, you know, I, I was doing it during the pandemic. And my bosses, they're good about it. They always joke, that thing will be gone by the time you're back, right And they said the same thing this time and I, and I said to them, look like you know, life sucked for a lot of people. Why don't we just keep it on I was gonna work Tuesday I wasn't working the games Wednesday. Why don't we just keep it on Tuesday night and make everybody laugh? We'll surprise them they'll laugh they'll have some fun stuff to talk talk about let's loosen up a little bit And to their credit they said okay. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I thought whether you liked it or didn't like it, 95% of the people took it the way it was intended to be done, like, just as a funny, goofy thing, and uh, I, I'm glad that they let me do it.
0: There is an individual out there, geez, and I'm, I'm upset that I can't remember his uh, Twitter account at this time, uh, but he's really funny, and he makes memes. And he did one, uh, he superimposed my face on Sarah Huckabee Sanders when she was working for Trump. Uh I think this was two years ago. Brandon, who's that master of the uh the smart aleck on Twitter? Uh, that's the order I think he's
2: from Biche or Slave Lake or one of those fine communities that Visually Albert. better, I think. Visually oh, better. Hey, I have that picture saved on my phone for a rainy day, just so we're all clear okay. here. Okay. You you actually have that? <laughs> You're uh, damn right. <laughs>
1: I, I know I know that account. Um that that account's
2: really funny. Yeah.
0: And you know, there's one. There's only a couple different ways you can respond to those sort of things, and you can't take yourself too seriously. And no, just we, laugh. You can. You can all. You can all have. You know. Now, if it's if it's a friend of yours that you think's your friend, and say, "Hey, hey, hey you, you sell out or something like that," you know, we're going to have to go for a little walk in the woods, kind of like in Miller's Crossing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, Ellie, you're a great sport, and uh, we got a lot of response. I, I will tell you. That a lot of your peers uh, did respond to that, and uh, they liked it. They said, "For one, stopper, you actually had a somewhat humorous tweet." So,
1: uh, <laughs> I, lo- I laughed at it, Bob. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah, and, and it is an impressive beard, like, like seriously. But you, uh, oh, there is a new movie out. Uh, the South African uh, actress—I guess we call them actors now. Um, what's her name she's she's she was she won an academy award a few years ago. Charlize Theron Charlize Theron is a new in a new movie where they they play these sort of uh I don't even know how to describe it somebody will text the show here in her Ashley Finefloor's text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. basically they're they're assassins that live forever in the movie and I was thinking as I saw I was I was going to make a reference to that someone's going to text it here right away um but bottom line here uh, you kind of you, you really did look like you could have totally with that beard man you could have totally fit in in those civil war photos from the 1860s oh yeah like, I'll take it like those like,
1: some, some of those pictures are hilarious
0: yeah, and it's uh, it, it is hilarious I mean, look, stuff.
1: No, no, like like I'm talking about the pictures that were put on Twitter. I'm not talking about the Civil War, obviously.
0: And the movie is Immortals. I believe is is it Immortals? Is that the one with Charlize mm-hmm. Theron? Brendan, can you look up Immortals with Charlize Theron was actually I just saw it a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, so, anyway, as our most things with Charlize Theron. Hey, uh, so Elliot, guess what? what? We're dropping we're dropping the puck tomorrow, August first. You guys got – do you have all five games on – you have every playoff game, don't you, on Sportsnet? Every playoff
1: game is on. We didn't do every uh, uh, preseason game or exhibition game or whatever we're calling them, but every playoff game is on. Now, you know, I'll just you know tell the audience, some of those games are going to be what's called in the business a plug-and-play, um, okay. which means that you'll get – The game will be on our air, but it'll pick up the NBC feed and the NBC commentators. Um, But all the games involving Canadian teams are going to be staffed by us. So it's a long day tomorrow, but I can't wait for it, and I'm definitely not complaining. it has been a lot of sitting around and doing nothing. My wife is sick of me. My wife's boyfriend wants to come over. It's great to be back at work.
0: See, I crack that joke, and I, I get in trouble every time. Old Guard, by the way. Thank you to the multitude of Oilers now listeners. Uh, Old Guard is the movie with Charlize Stern. Mm. Very good movie. Uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. How many? Uh, my daughter actually, because she has these technical abilities, and Elliot, I don't. Um, she hooked up the Apple for me, so last night I watched. Uh, uh, Matt McConnell, and Tyson Nash in the Arizona Coyotes broadcast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, they did, they did a real good job. Like, there there was some good I, stuff. I know you, you guys...
1: Know, most of the broadcasts in this league are really good, Bob.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, the added challenge of... Yep. Uh, whoever produced the game out of Edmonton was not using the traditional sort of Two play-by-play cameras as often as we, mm-hmm. we're, we're used to, and was, you know, a little bit different on zone entries and that sort of thing. And those guys did a great job. There are a lot. I mean, you guys, you guys had to split last night, um, the bot between the Boston and Columbus feed. I think the Boston. Well, feed yeah, went, because
1: I was, I was noticing that. I was wondering what was going on because I was watching the game, and all the and like I was because I was, we had the Boston feed and then we went to Columbus and then we went back to Boston. I guess the Boston feed froze at one point, so yeah. we had to switch over.
0: All right. Penn- By the
1: way, I got to tell you, Bob, like, you know, this will make your guys like your, your, your oiler fans out there laugh. So obviously, I'm a Toronto guy. I grew up with lots of people who are big Leaf fans. When Columbus was up 3-0 last night, all my buddies were texting me. They're like, we're doomed. We're going to get killed here. It was pretty
0: funny. They're winning the series. Columbus' upset was last year. It ain't happening this year. And You like
1: the Leafs this year?
0: <laughs> I took the. You have to speed. give
1: back your Alberta card if you say that.
0: No, I, no, Elliot. I like skill and I like speed, and Toronto has it. And I also think that it's tough to pull up an upset in back-to-back years. It's going to be a hard series. Columbus is
1: going to give the, them all they can have
0: the, the one thing I got to say, Elliot, is I thought Tortorella was done when he was in Vancouver. And it shows you that smart people can grow and change and get better. And that's... I think he's
1: changed a lot this year. I, you know, yeah. we, I actually talked about this with him early in the season that he realized last summer when he saw the roster that he was going to have to be a lot different. Now, uh, I will say he's been ornery uh, the last couple of weeks. Like he, You can tell that he sees it as his responsibility to make sure that his team is really ready to play. And he's grinding them, and he's been in midseason form himself. And uh, it's going to be a big challenge for Toronto.
0: Well, uh, we're getting texts coming in on uh, on the on the blue. A lot of fans go to the Blue Jackets in that series. I picked the well, Leafs
1: because you guys out there, you guys hate Central Canada, you hate the Leafs, so you want to see them lose.
0: You know. There's, for the older generation, there's a lot of guys that were Leafs fans and not Canadians fans, right? Like, that's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. you Right. Like, I, I, hey, Dave Keon for me was my, you know, the first player I really liked. And then I became a Canadians fan in the mid 70s when I was like eight or nine years of age. And then they went off and won four straight Stanley Cups. And Guy fleur was, you know, he was the guy with the style oh, of the yeah. panache. Lafleur, you know, it was hard yeah. not to like uh, Guy LaFleur. And then once the Oilers played him in 19, for me, when they played him in 81, that was the change. That's when mm-hmm. I became a full blown Edmonton guy, right? So, but we you have we have the bandwagon, fa- eh, Bob? The, the
1: Oilers beat them, and you jumped on the
0: bandwagon. Oh no, no! I jumped on the bandwagon when Dave Hunter roughed up Gila Fleur, and Gila Point jumped him, <laughs> and Dave Hunter mm-hmm. beat him in a fight, and Gila Point hit uh, Dave Hunter over the head with his helmet. And from that point on, I was like, "That's cheap." I'm, I'm, I'm an Oilers. I'm an Edmonton guy. <laughs> I knew it. That I can tell you the exact moment, and that was in uh, nineteen. It was in Game Two of 1981. Uh, hey, uh, so this text comes in from Penticton Jenny. Okay. Uh, and and uh, Jenny, we will not be coming uh, for the uh, rookie tournament this year, but we will be there for 2021. Elliot, are all the games nationally broadcast? Are they regional games? You kind of explain that. All are national. The Can- all Pardon national. Me? All, all the national. Canadian teams are national. Yeah, I think everything's national, Bob.
1: I, yeah. I I do. I think everything's national, but the Canadian teams for sure. Yeah. Okay. But they uh, uh, the the games are national. I don't think any. I don't think there's any regionals.
0: None. Okay. Uh, V texts us to say, we don't hate the Leafs uh, themselves. We hate the media that praise them for every little thing they do and all the players they overrate. Uh, Well, we would never be accused of overrating anybody on this show, I can tell you that. No, never. never. Especially not the
1: people on it.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, no, the gu- hey, that's established right now, the guests are good, the only day the host is any good is when the main host is on holidays, uh, which by the way, for anybody that cares, uh, we're about to close on, uh, I'll put it this way, by the time the, uh, by the time the qualifiers are done, Elliot, mm-hmm. uh, I will uh, have worked 52 weeks straight by the time the qualifiers are done. Wow. I came, came back, yep, August 15th last year, and uh wow. Because we were gone the first two weeks of August last year. All right, let's get to it. Let's focus on the Canadian series if we can, yep. uh, and we'll do some quick hitters here. Uh, we'll do the order series last. Uh, yep. Mont- Montreal, Pittsburgh. Do the Do the Canadians have any chance? Because to me, they kind of look almost. I don't know. They looked. A, I mean, they looked a, a little disinterested against Toronto. The other yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's. It, I have to, You have to be really careful with those exhibition games, but. You know, some teams obviously looked really good and some teams didn't. And I I, I didn't like Montreal at all. Price is going to have to be superhuman to win this series. I really didn't like their power play. Like Toronto ate it alive. They couldn't get the puck in. Um, I, I just didn't like Montreal's game. There's nobody on Montreal who really stood out for me. Uh, that much on in, in their exhibition games, so I think it's going to take a superhuman effort from Price to win the series.
0: Hey, I forgot that Shuri was back in Pittsburgh. You know, like uh, <laughs> they got they got Gunsel back. They picked up Zucker. Like and they still have Sid. They have Malkin. Like Malkin. That is,
1: Malkin came back from Russia early. Like the, Like a lot of people noticed that.
0: Would not surprise me if Pittsburgh comes out of the Eastern Conference. Uh, Toronto Columbus. Uh, I'm going to take the Leafs in four. Uh, give me your thoughts on that series.
1: Well, I, I thought the Leafs. Big. Uh, I thought a lot of Leafs really looked good on uh, on on Tuesday night. Their forwards, especially, like not just the big guys, but you know, Mikheyev being back looked really good. Kapanen looked really good. I think Kerfoot looked really good. Like those are important players for them. But you know, Anderson. You know, Anderson's playoffs haven't been easy, and goalies are going to be huge here. So, uh, I think one of the keys is how good is Anderson. The other thing, too, is, uh, you know, like we talked about, Columbus is a grinding team. Toronto doesn't have that reputation. You know Columbus is going to drive them nuts. I think it's a fascinating series. Um, I think if Toronto beats Columbus, boy, that's going to be good for those guys. They haven't won a playoff series, and if they do, they're going to beat a team that's going to drive them crazy. But I think this is a five-gamer
0: no matter what. The top pairing is pretty good for Columbus. It's got to be stated, like Rorenski yeah. and Seth oh, Jones. Yeah. They can play that, those guys 26 minutes a night.
1: And their forecheck is trouble, and, and Toronto has difficulty with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, switching to the uh, Western uh, Conference, three series, I'm going to ask you about all evolving Canadian teams. Elliot Friedman yeah. from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Vancouver and the Minnesota Wild.
1: I really like the Canucks. I, I wasn't crazy about their game the other night. Um you know, I, I, I like Vancouver a lot. I, I do. I, like, every team's got a weakness, but I, I love their top-end skill. Um, you know, Minnesota's a team. They're a pretty interesting one. Number one, who's their number one goalie going to be? Is it going to be Stalock or is it going to be Dubnik? Are they going to need both guys? Um, you know, Minnesota was a team that was really hot. And, like, I look at Minnie and I look at Philly, like team the uh, Rangers teams that were really hot, are they going to be able to be re- able to to regain that? Um, I I think I think Vancouver has the best players in that series. I just wasn't crazy about the way they played the other night.
0: You know what's interesting with me with Vancouver? Uh, you know we had somebody text and say that everybody in Toronto overblows the Maple Leafs. Like there's some guys out in Vancouver. And, I, and maybe it's because Jack just drives them nuts by calling him Elias Peterson instead of Pedersen. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are some guys in Vancouver that think that, you know, Peterson, Besser, and Horvat are right there with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins. Like, I'm serious. No,
1: there. no, they're not. But they're great players. They're, they're, they're really not as good, good as those guys.
0: But they do have a lot of depth. Like, they've got good Well, that's the players.
1: thing. Like, people are talking about Erickson and Vertanen being healthy scratches. Yeah. I mean, if those are the two guys you're leaving out of your lineup, you got a lot of good players.
0: Would you trade um, Yesapuliyarvi for uh, Jake Furtanen if you were Ken Holt? Yeah, I would. Yeah, all right, interesting. Um, Calgary and what? Win- I, I, you know what? Everybody's just handing this Calgary Winnipeg series to the Jets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know they got Hellebuck. Calgary, Calgary's got a good D. Give me your thoughts.
1: Well, you know, the thing I didn't like from the Flames the other night was, like, like in your net, I saw two guys who fought like hell for that net, right? Yeah. Like, like Koskinen came out and he played really good. And when, when he left the game, I was like, okay, Koskinen's your guy. And then Smith, like, who's among the most competitive guys I've ever seen, he took the challenge. He said, oh, wait, not so fast. And he, he made it hard. Like the, the Calgary guys, neither one, I didn't think either Talbot or Riddick did anything that made you say, this is my number one guy. And I thought both of your guys did that. So that's my concern. Like, you know, who's your goalie and who's going to grab that net? The one thing about Hellebuck is, like, the knock on Hellebuck in the past is he gets distracted and he worries about things he doesn't have to worry about. He had a great year this year, and he was dialed in in game one. Like, I, like to me, can Kachuk drive this guy crazy? I think that's so important. They have to get Buck off his game. And if they don't, uh, I, I think they're going to be in trouble.
0: Two more questions for Elliot Freeman, who is presented every Friday by the River Creek Resort and Casino with a brand-new Italia, one of the multiple uh, dining options at the River Creek Resort and Casino. All right, uh, Edmonton and Chicago. Can the Oilers win the series? Of course they can.
1: Um, you know, Chicago looked really good yesterday. Yesterday, but you know, the Blues aren't. Or two days ago, but the Blues have three games to tune up. So, like, I really liked your game on uh, on Tuesday night. Um, like I talked about the goalies, I thought they set a great tone. I think your defense is better than it gets credit for. You know, Bear is a really improving player. I like Matt Benning. Um, You know, I like your D group. I I mean, are they one of the best in the league? No, but I think they're better than they get credit for. And, um, you know, will your goaltending hold? But the the thing that I really love the other night is McDavid scores an all-world goal, and he's going at, what, 60%? Yep. Like, he, like, he he was tuning up on Tuesday night. He was he wasn't driving the net and as much as he normally does, which is smart. Like you know, don't get hurt in a game like that. I, I, ju- I think you guys are good. I, I do. I think you guys are a good team. Um, you know, who knows what can happen in these best of fives. I just like your team. I, I really think it's come a long way. And and I think McDavid's going to be dynamite. I really do.
0: All right. Uh, Well, I tend to agree with you on McDavid. I think he might have a little bit of the burr in the proverbial saddle. Yeah, Uh,
1: he's he's got he's a little annoyed. When he made that crack about the media voting, I I actually thought that if I'm the Oilers, I just I love that line.
0: Same here. We think too much alike on that. Final one for you, because you were all over it. John Jacob, Arizona, Taylor Hall negotiating directly with the owner uh, and the owner's son, who is uh, in the bubble as we speak. Uh, I believe you reported or said, I think the offer was uh, five years, 7.25 AAV. Yeah, yeah may, maybe within 50K or so, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, we just don't know right <laughs> We don't know. We don't right? know for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete Shirelli, I know that rumor's been out there as well. What's going to, in 40 seconds or less, what's going to transpire there?
1: Well, I think Batman's got that. Uh, Batman's working on that now. And and there's a bunch of lawyers have all written to me. It all depends on what's in writing. So I think wow. Batman's going to sort this out, and it all depends on what's in writing. Um you know, the de- it's the Devils, and they're interested in Cheka and we'll see where this goes here. But it's up to the commissioner right now. And, uh, you know, as for Hall, I'm a big believer that Hall wants to go where it's stable, and he thinks he has a chance to win. And that's as important to him, if not more important than the money.
0: Elliot, we have six regular guests on this show each week, and you, mm-hmm. sir. Are one of the best six of those six. <laughs> as long as I'm better than Berkey, that's all I care. You about. got the best. Hey, uh, we did a. Uh, did you see the poll we put out yesterday? No. Uh, I who there. would who would be the uh, who would be the next or who would be the best prime minister on the day in which Trudeau was doing? Because we got uh, yesterday, we got abbreviated for an hour, right? We because we carried the.
1: Uh, oh, because the, you're carrying that. Uh uh, I, don't, I don't understand why anybody would even listen to that garbage.
0: It's All right. True. So, anyways, we had uh, Trudeau and because Berkey and George were both preempted, so we had Trudeau, Berkey, George, and uh, Pierre Paulavaire. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to any. Of okay. Anyways, uh, the two politicians came in third and fourth. Berkey won, and George came in second. As for best, I got
1: news for you. I would have voted the same way.
0: <laughs> awesome stuff, Elliot. I know lots. I'll be watching you a lot here over the next couple of days. Thanks, man.
1: All right, Bob. Thanks very
0: much, buddy. Yvette, that is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We'll step out at 12.53. You're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Hi, this is Zach Kassian from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're
0: listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 12.57 in Edmonton. Let's go to the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Back at the 630 Jet Studios, here's Brendan Escott.
2: Uh, Capitals GM Brian McClellan <laughs> expects Norris Trophy candidate John Carlson to be ready for the round robin. He left the exhibition game midway through. Arizona's Nick Schmaltz had also exited their exhibition tune up against Vegas early. He took a hard, high hit from Ryan Reeves and left immediately. He's being reevaluated today. Brad Marchand tweaked something against Columbus last night, also departing early. That's a suspected lower body issue. He is considered day to day. And after missing the first 12 days of training camp hawks goaltender Corey crawford says that he feels ready for game one tomorrow afternoon
0: uh there you go Twelve fifty-seven again in edmonton you can text us at uh 7804960063 bob what are the greater odds the orders going all the way or the orders being bounced by chicago uh i would suggest the greater odds are without looking at them it would be that the orders would go all the way i mean would it be that much of an upset if chicago was to win the series i mean they've won three stanley cups they got guys that know how to win uh they got her i mean the goaltender that was the goaltender of record for them in the final two stanley cup championships Corey crawford's playing for a contract he had a 917 save percentage he stops pucks they got some scoring depth up front and for more on the chicago blackhawks coming up their uh, vice president and general manager, Stan Bowman, at one o five today after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.